Hello, and welcome to Designer Discussions with Jason, Miriam, and Maria. Today, we are talking about how to leverage your WAM. Welcome to the Designer Discussions podcast with Jason, Miriam, and Maria, where we talk about marketing, PR, and business advice for design professionals. Are you an interior designer facing the challenges of marketing your business? Are you struggling to find the time and looking for effective solutions? You're not alone. Many interior designers and robotics share these same pains, but there is a solution. Welcome to the Designer Discussions Academy, where we understand your challenges and are here to help. Our academy offers a monthly focus on marketing, PR, and business development tailored for interior designers and remodelers. Learn the most important marketing tactics from SEO to get press, social media, and even harnessing the power of AI. Join us at the Designer Discussions Academy and take the first step towards transforming your interior design business. Okay, this sounds like an exciting topic. So Jason, what is WOM and how did you learn about it? So it's interesting. We we often talk about the topics that we're going to discuss on the show. And we had a text thread uh, amongst the three of us. And Miriam sends, sends out a text that says, let's talk about WAM. And me, being the marketer, uh, she assumed I knew what that meant. And so since I didn't want to seem too foolish and reply and say, what is WAM? I tried to look it up. So when I typed in what is WAM, I got all these different options on search, but it was not what the actual words meant. So I started to look at and say, how do I look at this from a PR perspective? And so I started to type in WAM in marketing, WAM in PR. And then one of the options came up word of mouth. And I'm like, oh, that's what she's talking about. So after all this time, so we had a laugh just before we hit record that I had no idea what Juan me and Miriam in her world. She like, everybody knows what that is. And I'm like, well, me not being your typical PR, I didn't head to school for marketing. So all of these terms are still not next level for me. So that that's how we came up with this whole topic. And that's how I was asked about what WAM means. I love it. You know, I love that I was able to teach you something that I'm actually taught something new often from either Miriam or Maria in terms of whether it be PR world or the design world that I'm just not familiar with. Being from the architecture side, oftentimes interior designers and architects don't speak the exact same language. Overall, we do, but there are certain, you know, terminologies that we may not use. And then, you know, especially with Maria being on AI and the technology side, she knows a lot on that side that you're going to hear about that we just don't ever really talk about in terms of the industry that the industry is really now starting to focus on now. So now that we've went through all the things that Jason does not know, let's get back on topic. And I'm going to begin with Miriam that actually brought up the topic of WAM. So I want to know from the PR side, because we have some areas on how we use WAM word of mouth marketing on the marketing side. So I want to know on the PR side, how is word of mouth or WAM used on that side, Miriam? I think it's pretty much the same. And when we were going back and forth about the topic, I just thought it'd be interesting to look at basically all the things that involve getting 
what I like to call third party credibility, right? It's like, it's like when you when you advertise, it's like you yourself talking about how good you are. But let's talk about the different ways that you can leverage other people talking about yourself. And one of the ways to obviously do that is through word of mouth. And in in my mind, I'm like, there's word of mouth, you know, there are testimonials you get from customers. We're talking about Google reviews, you know, and then there's, of course, also getting press. But those are all different ways that you can leverage um, other people talking about you to build up your credibility and your business and and in some cases getting referrals but basically word of mouth is is what it says it's like it's people it's people talking to people and that's a really um powerful way to to become known right because and you see this a lot on social media right it's like when somebody goes to a restaurant uh, a new restaurant and they post about it on social media and then everybody else wants to go to that restaurant, right? So that's um, basically social media is word of mouth. It doesn't have to be spoken necessarily, but it can be in other ways. Or you also see it on on Facebook particularly a lot. It's like, you know, I'm looking for recommendations on this or that, right? I would I would sort of lump all of that into it and it's more powerful if somebody else says, well, you know what, Jason and and his Kitchen and Bath Marketing Solutions, they're the best marketers for this industry. You should go with them. You know, if you tell somebody you're the best, they're going to say, well, of course you think the best because you're trying to sell me something. But if somebody else says that about you, then that, that carries so much more um, credibility than when you would be saying it. And just tying into that, uh, we talk a lot about that on the marketing side from reviews. One of the things in SEO and search engine optimization that we talk a lot about is getting reviews, because when you get reviews, the search engines view you in a different light. Because if you have a lot of reviews as opposed to, say, four or five, if you have a business that have 50 reviews, Nine times out of 10, if they're assuming that these are all four, five star reviews, if you see 50 reviews as opposed to six reviews, you're going to probably head with the 50 review company because they have a track record of actually doing well by their end user, customer, or client, whatever you want to use. So reviews is one of the best ways. And we always talk about on the marketing side, word of mouth. That helps you with the third party credibility. One of the other things we talk about on the marketing side, social shout outs. So that is where you have somebody either it could be a client that shouts you out on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or whatever, or it could also be another company. So this is also what we talk about with the partnerships with, you know, a lot of the manufacturers that you may work with. Or, you know, you if you do not have your own showroom, if you're working with another showroom or another manufacturer where you get a lot of the product from or the appliances from, if they shout you out as the designer or as the remodeler that does good quality projects, that is word of mouth. And that's actually giving you third party credibility from 
that manufacturer, that appliance provider, or whoever that is. So a lot of partnerships that you may have also can do this. It doesn't always have to be the end user or the client. So think about the partnerships that you have, and you all can help each other out. This often happens a lot when a designer or remodeler shouts out counter company that they're working with, whether it can be, and I'm not going to name any names because I, I don't want to call one out over the other, but you know, a lot of the high-end appliances or the high-end countertops or the high-end flooring, if you call out any of those manufacturers that you work with or the type of products that you really like to specify in your project, that is third-party credibility for the partnerships that you have. And oftentimes they'll reciprocate that by calling you out as well. So that some of the things we talk about on the marketing side, and I wanted to tag in Maria here from what she sees on the designer side in terms of word of mouth and what she's seen has been helpful for her or her colleagues in terms of getting a lot of word of mouth from the designer side. Thanks, Jason. So I think what we want to talk about here is how to get those reviews for yourself. And what we're talking about is a Google review. Having positive Google reviews, it comes up so fast and so early in your initial search for that your business. You want to highlight and already have something positive in there about you as that word of mouth um, before they have reached out to you, before they get to your website. I mean, if you have a glowing review from someone who's got some street cred, they're immediately going to know that even if you charge more, you're worth it, right? So we want to talk a little bit about, and this is Jason's words, so I don't want to steal them from him. So Jason says, the Google reviews is a social media platform. It's where you're posting um, current new projects and you're having your clients review you. And having this happen often, getting it updated often is actually a huge thing for businesses that are not getting seen or you're not getting those inbound phone calls. Um, if you're trying to reach out past your word of mouth clients, and reach a larger audience, you're going to want to implement sort of this digital word of mouth concept. So let's talk a little bit about how you're going to start doing it. Um, I have a firsthand experience being the person who recommended someone who had done work for me. And I got a very simple email. It just was like, hi, I hope you're doing okay. I really would like to have approval from you to use a few of these photos from your project on our website and our other social media sites. If that is okay with you, we are going to be updating our website. It's long overdue. Check out these photos. Okay. So most of us already have in our contract with our clients that we can reuse um, any of the photography that we take on a project and use it on our social media and our marketing and all that kind of stuff. But what I want you to do is take into consideration that maybe you send the photographs, the professional photographs that you had done of the house or the bathroom or the remodel, and you take this similar approach, but instead of saying, hey, I just want your approval, that you send them those professional photographs and just say, oh my gosh, your project turned out so beautiful. I cannot wait to use these on my website. I cannot wait to use these on my social media. And I want you to also have 
um, access to these images. Now, why are you giving them something? Well, it's reciprocity, right? You want to hand them something kind and sweet and sweet, right? Yes. I know some of you want to put those images in like a book and deliver it to your client in like a high-end way. However, I just want to talk about how this would benefit you. So then the next question would be, oh my gosh. So now that you've seen the photographs and how beautiful your project turned out, would you mind leaving me a Google review? And, you know, just giving them the Google review link to your business and just ask them to give you a Google review. And the reason why I want you to consider this sequence of events, the give first before you ask, is that if your client posts your professional photographs associated with their review, it will be seen tens of thousands of times. Those photographs posted of a completed project and with the positive words from your client will get you tens of thousands of views. And it's to the point to where each person who has posted these pictures and these reviews will get an email. And that email will say, wow, that review you posted has seen so many people. How do I know that? Because firsthand, this was the sequence of events that I went through with someone I was recommending who did work for me. And I got an email two months later saying that the those images that I posted, that review that I left was reviewed tens of thousands of times. And I was blown away. I couldn't believe it. And I, I truly believe that the reason why that is seen so much is because the sequence of events were that I posted the images. She did send me photos and she was like, please review these and determine if you want to use them on the website or not. And I was like, dude, use my photographs. Like, I have better pictures than you do, right? Because she had taken pictures and I'm more of a perfectionist and I did a better job. And so when I posted my photographs, they looked great. And so they got a lot of traction. This is a tool that you could be using for your design business and just taking into consideration the, the, the visibility, the time at which people are looking for an interior designer, they are on the internet. They are searching for interior designer near me, interior designer city, interior design you know, services, kitchen remodeling services. They're looking for those specific words. And so when they do and they pull you up, they're a pretty high value incoming call. They're a good quality lead. And like I said, if someone posts a really stunning, gorgeous house and says you are worth every penny, when you speak to them about your price, they are not going to compare you to the lowest priced bid, right? And so word of mouth also is a large tool in understanding someone's value of service. And so when Miriam and Jason are talking about the importance of word of mouth of your business, it is a deeper level of results that we are all seeking. We're all seeking inbound phone calls from pre-qualified clients that aren't going to question our fees and are going to trust us. And so if you are not actively getting those incoming calls 
that are sort of pre-qualified because if they look at your project and they don't have a budget for it, they're not going to call you. Um, if you have the reviews that say you're worth it every dime and that you have provided an excellent level of service, that they are willing to post the photographs to back it up. And, you know, you have a firsthand person saying that you're fabulous. Those inbound calls are going to improve, get better. You're going to end up with better clients. It is going to take some work. You are going to have to go, go ahead and generate these uh, reviews. But as Jason said, maybe start off and just ask your vendors. You know, the people that you work with all the time, that builder who's fantastic that you work with, he's going to already have some pictures possibly of projects you did together because you both split the photography on that project. You know, ask him to post a review, leave images on it, and then you could with reciprocity can, uh, you know, provide that same service back to them and, and create a beneficial relationship between the two of you. So just because you're needing to ask for a review, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're having to ask for something without have already given something in return. And, and they can be given something before you ask for the review. And the closer you can give that little gift um, and then ask for something, the more likely someone is going to respond to you and go ahead and make that post for you. Because number one, you made it super easy. Number two, you were already so kind to them to make sure, you know, that they got to see the photographs first or that the photographs are, um, you know, so beautiful and you love them so much. And the photographer wanted to ask them questions about how, um, you know, how they feel about the images, right? So all you have to be doing is engaging in a very casual, simple conversation and say, you know, our photographer just fell in love with this project. The photographs turned out so great. And the photographer just wanted to reach out to you and, you know, through us and say, wow, this turned out so great. We love it. And, you know, it's so you can be giving them a compliment and then asking for one. So this isn't hard. It doesn't have to be difficult. Um, Yes, if they leave you a bad review, it is stuck there and you are going to have to bury it with other good reviews. But most people you know that you would want to leave your review are the people you want to ask for a review. Maria mentioned bad reviews and we actually have an episode on designer discussions is episode seven, which we say no matter good or bad, you need to reply to all reviews. But if you have a negative review, you really need to be proactive on explaining or trying to respond to that review. So listen to that episode if you are not for sure how to handle that. If you're in business long enough, it happens. And if it does, we address how to handle that in that episode. Overall, I would say for asking for reviews at the basic level, a lot of times the designers and remodelers that we deal with don't even ask for reviews or don't have time or don't even think about it. But I always say once you complete the project, that's usually when the client is happiest because you're getting out of their house and they have their new room or new space together. That's the best time to actually ask for reviews at that time. So make sure at the basic minimum that you at least ask for a review. Also, what Miriam talks about, make sure to set up Google alerts on your name and on the business name. So you have alerts anytime your name or the business name is mentioned, either in a good 
or bad way. So you know how you can handle that because you may have something happen that is on the positive side that you didn't even know about that you that is that third party credibility that you either have in your marketing campaign to showcase how people are actually talking about your business. I was just at an awards show last week and one of the clients that we have won an award and they were not even at the awards ceremony. So I had took a picture with them and said, we need to promote this because this is going to help you on SEO. So any awards that you receive, you need to promote that. Just being proactive about that word of mouth marketing helps you overall in your marketing PR effort. This is what we wanted to talk to you about today. We hope to see you all here in two weeks on Designer Discussions. Are you an interior designer facing the challenges of marketing your business? Are you struggling to find the time and looking for effective solutions? You're not alone. Many interior designers and robotics share these same pains, but there is a solution. Welcome to the Designer Discussions Academy, where we understand your challenges and are here to help. Our academy offers a monthly focus on marketing, PR, and business development tailored for interior designers and remodelers. Learn the most important marketing tactics from SEO to get press, social media, and even harnessing the power of AI. Join us at the Designer Discussions Academy and take the first step towards transforming your interior design business. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Designer Discussions and all of the helpful information. Subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. We look forward to having you back next week. For more information on the podcast and the marketing studio, visit designerdiscussions.com and follow us on social media.